Welcome back for another episode of Super Fun Game Review Podcast Go. Find us on Facebook.com slash Podcast, Twitter.com slash Podcast, Patreon.com slash Podcast, Instagram at Go iTunes at Superfun Game Review Podcast Go. Thanks and enjoy the show. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Superfun Super Fun Game Review Podcast Go. I'm your host tonight, Ralph, with my co-host, Steve. I don't know why I said I'm Ma- the host and you're the co-host. Max Haas. Max Haas? Max Haas. Oh, Max, Max, it is all right. It is all right, Max. It is okay. You will be okay, Max. Max, come here. Come here. Come here. You will be okay. Max Haas. <laughs> yeah, so Max Haas, what's the game? I think everybody knows. Wolfenstein. Wolfenstein. Yes, BJ Blaskovich. The new order. The new order, not the yes. old order. No, not, no, no. It's the new order. It is new. It is grand. <laughs> Maybe we're terrible. We're Wait, terrible. We really are. I know, but yeah. I mean, the game kind of sets it up itself. Uh, it's, I couldn't Zap. imagine the last time I would actually hear Heil Hitler in a video game. But mm-hmm. I mean, you, you got to keep this story going. Yeah. Uh, just quick disclaimer: we don't mean to offend anybody or do anything. This is a, this is a comedic show. None of this is. This is all in jest. If you hear uh, German accents throughout, you know, no, no harm, no foul. None, none of that. We're oh. not. We're not. We're not targeting oh. any groups or anything because, like that. No, 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 no. We're getting PC now. No, oh, yeah. Now we're PC. Yeah. yeah now right, we're yeah. PC. Yeah. Yeah. You're, but, you're right. You're right. But I mean, right. let's let's be fair and honest. Eh, this is a game about killing Nazis. Killing Nazis with uh with the Easter egg where you can find Brad Pitt. What? No. no. Glorious Bastards. Maybe. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Oh yeah, no. Even though I, at least to pull off from that, you're basically paying. Out rain. You're you're a bear Jew, and you're destroying Nazis this entire game. It's I'm great. bear in Judenicht. Yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Trying to take down Totemkopf. Totemkopf. Yeah, oh, scary fucker. Mm. We're gonna hunt Death's Head, or yeah. we did hunt Death's Head. Yeah, Totemkopf. Oh, right, 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 yeah. right, right, right. Yeah, he corrected that because apparently it didn't sound good in English, so he had to say it in German. I'm like, eh, actually, yeah, it does right. sound a little bit better in German. <laughs> Maybe. Just like grocery cart. Lebensmittelgestaft Kern or whatever. That's what I just said about 20 minutes ago. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Before we started, yeah, 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 yeah you said yeah, that. Yeah, 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 I'm going to be honest. I have not played a Wolfenstein since... A Wattenstein? Wolfenstein? Uh, a uh, Wolfenstein is what I keep hearing. <laughs> <laughs> um, since Wolfenstein 3D, like where it's just terribly pixelated PC game and still kind of the same basis, killing Nazis. Um, Shooting, just, strangling, killing Nazis. Yeah, although I think this game, even though it's significantly longer, a lot less swastikas in it. Pro- yeah, definitely a, a choice. I think. Yeah, like, I don't know. Probably. If, I don't know if they were like targeting Germany as one of their audiences, but they can't. Like in Germany, like you can't have no, that or anything. No. Like it's illegal. It's all banned. All that. That's so. actually. I'm kind of. I'm kind of curious about how this game release was in Europe. I mm. mean, understood in U.S. We all understand the history, but 
It the was history. A, yeah, was. let's. We'll get into the the history uh, <laughs> later. But yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. But yeah, uh, so when you brought this to the table, I'm like, you know what? That that may actually be pretty fun. It's a uh, a series that most avid gamers know and have played in one way or another at some point. Any gamer worth his salt has played Wolfenstein 3D. Yes. Um, so yeah, I was I was looking forward to it, and uh, we're we're going to get into a little bit of everything tonight. <laughs> yeah. Uh, how, how did you come across this game? Uh, well, I'd like to start at the beginning. In the beginning, I was a young little boy in the '90s, <laughs> and I went to my aunt and uncle's house, and they were babysitting us. And my uncle said, "Here, play on my computer." So kids were like running around doing all kinds of stuff, like playing in the jungle and, gym and or whatnot. And you were there and I was, Nazis. I was, I was there. And like, uh, I don't even know. I, I honestly don't know uh, what kind of machine it was, but it was a home PC. And I distinctly remember playing some vintage classic games like Duke Nukem, but not Duke Nukem 3D, like Duke Nukem the side scroller. Yeah. The predecessor oh. to that. Oh, okay. And apparently that's... Uh, no, it's, it wasn't a side scroller, but like the Wolfenstein franchise started earlier than Wolfenstein 3D as like a, not a top-down, but um, almost like early, early like D&D, but not D&D, almost like early Ultima kind of style. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, that genre, I, I should know what that genre is, sorry if I don't, uh, didn't mean to offend anybody, but... Um, you did. Wolfenstein 3D, to me, was the first shooter I played, basically inventing the first-person shooter genre. I yeah. think id Software had... A game where you were like a magician using the same engine, the same perspective, but then they they transitioned it to Wolfenstein, and eventually they used the same philosophy for Doom, and Doom just blew up, and every game was called a Doom clone after that until they invented, they legitimately said, okay, the first-person shooter genre is born. Yeah. Doom clone was a term for years. To me, that's Wolfenstein. Wolfenstein is Wolfenstein 3D. That was my first shooter. I played that game for hours and hours and hours, never beat it. You know, it wasn't like I was good at it, but I enjoyed it. Yeah. Uh, you know, I liked I liked running around and collecting gold, you know, and, and shooting Nazis and finding secrets in the walls and the whole thing. Like, I really got hooked and, and enjoyed that. I played Wolfenstein 3D, and I essentially moved away from, you know, from, uh, from the franchise. I know that they did return to Castle Wolfenstein for, like, the PlayStation 2 era, and then they made another... Wolfenstein game in 2009, but both of those I didn't actually play. Gotcha. And it wasn't until my buddy Bob was playing the New Order. Yep, yep. Bob. Good old Bob. Good old Bob. Good old I, Bob. Um, <laughs> he had it. He was actually on the submarine level because I was waiting for, like, I remembered certain things about it and I remember it being really hard. And essentially, when I got to the submarine level, at this point, I was like, oh, this is just, you know, a, this is a cakewalk. This is fun. Yeah. But at that point, it was like I hadn't played anything in the game. He said, here, you play. And I had two enormous shotguns that took up the whole screen. <laughs> and I was in this little submarine trying to like... Uh, what am I going to do? Yeah, that's when they introduced, I think, the uh, the round balls. Like the... the they're not oh, flesh the, at the, rounds, but... Uh, the scatter shots. Scatter shots, yeah. And I, I just kept getting owned over and over and over and over again. But this is one of those games that was a very early... This current console generation, 2014, like I didn't have a PS4... He had one. He said, here, play this. And I was just stunned by 
the graphics and the frame rate and how smooth everything was and how great it looked. And I was like, holy shit, this, this is, is not the Wolfenstein awesome. that I had known well, before. Yeah. Yeah, well, well, I mean, obviously, uh, no. <laughs> there's, there's a lot of time in between, but still. Yeah, yeah. But that was my, my first impression. I Strangely, I got a PS4 and I didn't think to buy Wolfenstein. I just kind of let it go. I ended up getting Bob the old, uh, the old blood as a gift later on. Oh, okay. And just sort of stayed away from the franchise again I, I don't really know why it's it's right in my wheelhouse for something that i would like to me wolfenstein is like doom light if that makes sense because i always think about the history and look at wolfenstein came first and then doom came after it's sort of like wolfenstein was the idea and then they came along and they mastered that idea and they made yeah it doom. no I could, everyone I remembers doom more or or they liked it better than mm-hmm. wolfenstein but I really wanted to just, you know, dig in and, and play this game and, and get to see see what it was like start to finish. Uh, I'm not going to spoil what I thought of it, but uh, that's my that's my initial impression. Perfect. I dig it. I think that's a good spot to start on. Do, do you dig? I dig. Can you dig it? Can you dig it? Can no. you dig it, BJ Blaskovich? We are the Cuddle Shovel Knight. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's move into game development. Development. Game development. All right, so 2009, ZeniMax Media, which to me is basically Bethesda. I think ZeniMax is the parent company of Bethesda. I think so, yeah. Bethesda essentially acquired id Software, meaning it got the rights to Doom, Quake, and Wolfenstein. Which is a hell of a package to bring in. It really is. And I have to say that even now, even though... You know, at the time, I didn't know who id Software was, didn't really care, you know, when I was a kid. To me, to see Bethesda and Wolfenstein just feels weird. Yeah, a little bit. When I saw that in the opening credits, it's like, oh, really? I mean, granted, they produced it. It's not like it was, you know, run under them. True, but, true. But that, e- even just, but to, to see those two things together, it's like, you know, it's this is, this is Fallout you know, at least with Bethesda, but right. it's, uh, but to see them attached to something like this, I'm like, all right, I, I have hope. Let's do that. Yeah. When I, when I see Bethesda, I think Elder Scrolls and Fallout, Unfor- mm-hmm. well, not unfortunately, but you know, the early Fallout games obviously were not, were not Bethesda, but I think from the get go, Elder Scrolls has been Bethesda this whole time. Yeah. So it was actually made by uh, machine games, which I didn't know of before this game. Don't really know too much about that machine makes games two right of us. now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know if they rose from the ashes of id Software or what the have Phoenix. you. I don't think so. But you know, I have to commend them for for what they've done and the way they've reinvigorated these characters. Essentially, reinvented B.J. Blazkowicz because almost every generation there was a Wolfenstein game, and I. I don't. I can't say for sure because I didn't play Return to Castle Wolfenstein or the 2009 Wolfenstein game. But it seems to me like they're reinventing him every time that they. I mean, yeah, he's yeah. an American soldier who well, kills yeah, Nazis, yeah. but they're reinventing his character. You know, every time they they make a game. And I'll be honest, I've talked to one or two people. I haven't played those either. I didn't really get the best feedback from that. No. So especially trying to take a take a classic franchise i guess the way it is and try to do something new with it that's a that's a huge undertaking well yeah you're right you know like a a game where all you are is a prisoner and you're killing nazis you have to now invent a backstory and invent yeah even though the the games before wolfenstein 3d i guess had had that bit of backstory for him where he was sort of a 
um, not an OSS agent, but like a British agent, even though he's an American, that kind of thing. Yeah. They built off that and, and went with it. We'll get into that when we come to the story. I, I do want to come back yeah. to what you just said about how, how it's not easy to do. And a little bit, I think BJ's a one trick pony. Like he just with the same note over and over again. But, but, but. No, we'll I got you. We'll, we'll get there. I mean, yeah. especially for the fact that, you know, the, the preliminary development lasted like almost three years, like around that. That's. They took their time. Yeah, and, exactly. And it paid off, I think. Which yeah, is yeah. Uh, that, which is a smart thing because a lot of companies these days just try to rush it out to push out the product and then don't really take the time because uh, people you, are going to get. What are you get, talking about? Who are you oh, talking about? Oh, here? I don't know. It's You're like talking uh, about uh, air division. <laughs> Excuse me. Uh, are, you, are you talking about uh, Ubisoft? <laughs> oh man. Ah. Oh. Man, I wish you would get specific in here Come, so I know what you were talking about. Coming down with a cold. <laughs> but I mean, that's that's definitely where when a company is willing to take the time to really put that much effort into it and make sure that it's okay. And even by the time like it's, the preliminary stuff was done, it's pretty much it came back and it's like, hey, uh, we need a, a more polished version. You know, it was even delayed for like another extra year just to make sure it's like, all right, well, you made it this far. Still need to make it a little bit better. Yeah, I was going to say that basically they probably had to build the engine from scratch because it's a new it's a new console generation. Even though now it's really easy, they build it on a computer and they just scale it to to the demands yeah. of the of the hardware. Mm-hmm. They still had to essentially build it from the ground up, as far as I can tell. Exactly. And I was reading that apparently the way that the engine is built, and I don't know the specifics or the technical jargon, but the way that the engine was built for uh, the game, they could scale it to the hardware easily. I guess that's why, surprisingly, the PS3 has a release, 360 has a release, and the X-Bone and the PS4. And of course, the PC, which I don't know if it's the definitive version, but it probably is with keyboard and mouse. probably really fun to play. Yeah. And actually, um, I was looking up real quick while uh, we were discussing from earlier uh, to answer my own question. For the German release, uh, all Mm. the Nazi symbols and references were removed because... Just like you said, it's it's a criminal offense to display uh, Nazi imagery uh, on toys, dude. What? And they called it How? on toys. I, that's that's something that baffles me. It's like I'm almost curious to see how. I mean. It should have just called it is something it, else. It should have been like the Red Army or something for Germany. Like that doesn't I mean, make any by sense. That, is it just like implied by that point? And like of like you know kind of what they're talking about, but without actually saying it. Kind of read between the lines. Yeah, the, the I, I, you, not re- Nazis. you really got it. I mean, yeah, the what, not Nazis. What is that script? How does that script work? Like, how many times do they say Nazi it's, in this it's, game? It's the Nazis. They just changed the Ze, A to an O. The Nazis. The Nazis. See, it's not actually Nazi. It's kind of crazy. But then to have to go through robust with... everything for Udolf Hister. <laughs> like, That's... how do they do that? I, I, yeah, I don't know. Heil Hofster. Hofster. So it turns out that the engine was actually built off of, which is weird because it's Bethesda again, or or Machine Games. They built it off of the id Tech 5 engine, which was built for Rage. Okay, that's surprising to me because Rage, technically, I think, was it, it actually had some, some knocks against it for the engine. Like, there was a lot of, like, pop-in. I don't know if you played Rage in the no, console No, I did or not. not. Okay. Rage was supposed to be, like, this big thing. Like, Rage was supposed to be... From the from the makers of id software set in like a fallout scenario with uh, with um you got oh it God. it's in there check me out I'm dancing I'm dancing 
I'm dancing. I'm dancing. I have Shooter no. Borderlands. Oh, so it was supposed oh, to be okay. <laughs> yeah, I can't believe it did that. It's like, I don't know, like but no, I like Fallout, the dancing. Fallout, Borderlands, and Doom all mixed together. It was going to be rage. It was going to be the next big thing, and like it shipped on consoles, and it sucked. Ooh. Or at least I heard it sucked. I played a little bit, and it seemed okay, but that was after several patches down the road, you know, that kind of yeah. thing. If the game launches and it stinks, like, you know how people are. They're really hesitant to go back to it, almost like New Vegas, right? Gotcha. Well, at least maybe they were just able to take the 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 base of what they had for the, the engine, foundation. and then the foundation, the, and they were super able to, concrete. The, the with the uber concrete, the uber concrete, and built upon it for giant monoliths for the Great Reich. <laughs> I mean, fortunately, there was no mold this time when they did it because yes. the ID Tech Five engine, I think, performs really well for this game. Oh, for this one, yeah, yeah, I would definitely say. Yeah, like I said before, one of the things that really surprised me was the 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 graphics and the frame rate, and it was just so solid. Now, what's weird? I don't know about you because you've got this amazing TV sitting sitting right in front of me here. This this gigantic smart TV that's curved. I don't yes. have anything like it at home. It's I beautiful. have I have a monitor that um, it's basically a gaming monitor that is like one millisecond refresh rate when mm-hmm. i plugged my playstation into it and played it i was like i'm not seeing the same thing that i thought i saw from three years ago gotcha and i ended up plugging it into just my regular like 60 hertz refresh rate television and i sort of saw it again if that makes sense and again this is more yeah. this is more graphics forgive me but yeah in terms of the the, the technical side of it I, I, I'm just going to cut you off right there. Yeah, it's it, it's smooth and beautiful. It's smooth and beautiful. That's yeah, yeah. that's that's the thing. It's um you know that's basically why I paid the extra little bit for it because I wanted something really nice. And I'm not even going to lie the the new one I got in the back, which is still the flat, you know, like flat. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. not curved. Probably would look even better than this, only because I think um the the new one I have has a, a higher refresh rate. Mm. Uh, but that just makes me think in my mind. Well, do I almost want to switch it just because I I know there's TVs that can handle better capabilities and right. have more of that realistic feel to it. Right. But I'm almost a little afraid of it because is it going to get so far to the point where it's just going to be a little bit of a disconnect? Okay. Only with the way I play video games and what I'm used to. If it's something a little more crisp, I know that sounds bad. No, but I, it, like if you understand where I'm coming from with that, where it's almost going to take me out of it a little bit. You mean like it's it's too pretty? Almost only because playing on this. The again, yeah, we're getting to graphics, but whatever. <laughs> yeah, I got um, it's smooth, it's crisp, but it almost looks more like a movie to me when I'm playing this rather than I don't know. It would put almost a little bit too much realism in it. <laughs> I'm just saying. Maybe Wolfenstein I'm, I'm, and realism don't go together. <laughs> okay. All right. Sorry. There, there weren't Nazis still running around in 1960. You crash landed hard from the moon and you were fought. Anyway. Anyway. Yeah. No, I, we'll, we'll get into Nazi lunar bases and everything else. But at least development wise. Um, development wise. Right. What I wanted to say was that I, you know, I played it on like a 21 inch monitor. And at that point, you know, if you're dual wielding, you're only seeing like a third no. of the screen yeah, because the weapons are so I, large. I'm not going to lie. You, you are not doing yourself justice playing this game on something 21 inches. Right. The six months that they took, though, to, to re-go and look at everything. I'm thinking about it now. Imagine if you knew 
what we know about Rage, and you're releasing a brand, you're reinvigorating a franchise, Wolfenstein, people know the name. How much is riding on that? It's it's 2014. You're going to put May it in the of work. 2014. This is really important to put a foundation on the console and to and to not put a bad taste in people's mouths. You're gonna you're gonna delay it and you're gonna say, okay, this has to be flawless. And yep. I think they did that. Yeah, and it worked. No, it did. So and props to you. Good job, guys. <laughs> good job, guys. Let's uh let's move on into story. Ooh. Story. I think they did really really well with the story. Okay, I do. All right. I mean, uh, I guess knowing we're going to review this and it being Wolfenstein, I was not really expecting much of a story. Okay. So what they actually delivered with, uh, I was pleasantly surprised. Okay. 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 I, I, you may. It's. It seems you may have some different feelings. Maybe. Maybe. Okay. Which, All right. Which is okay. Uh, only because. Uh, let, let me at least put it this way okay with the way the game starts out when you're in i think it's a 1940s i believe yeah 46 i believe 46 yeah. because I, I i remember being surprised that the war was still going on even though our timeline the war had ended yes so, yeah. and something that that i appreciate is that they gave a little bit of i don't want to call it backstory because it's still part of the story but mm-hmm. when you're when you take that that first chapter or so where you're in uh 1946 and then the rest of the game takes place in the 1960s right you saw where he came from and they kind of built up to it and not only that you had the relationships where you had to make a big decision uh over wyatt or fergus that still played into the rest of the game sure so story wise that that kind of i don't want to say stood out but that um i think it they did a smart thing in having that first chapter or two showing kind of being like a prequel to it. Yeah, it's a good prologue. That, yeah. 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 No, I, 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 I'd have to agree with you. I mean, from from the first, I don't know, five minutes, you realize that, okay, realism is gone. Oh, like, yeah. There is absolutely no realism in this. And I think no. it, it, I might be a little bit skewed, full disclosure, that primarily because I've been playing Sniper Elite 4, which the idea with that is much more realistic and like bullet drop and everything or settings that you can put in and, and yeah. you know, an authentic That feel. is not this game. It really isn't. And <laughs> it, it, it took it took a couple levels for me to just be like, look, accept it. Suspension of disbelief is yeah. gone. But but what's weird about the story is even with me doing that, I'm there were still parts where I was like, Jesus Christ! Like, is anybody supposed to buy this? Like, this is completely insane. Well, I mean, it's it's going off a, an entire alternate reality where no, I know, where I know. where Germany wins World War II. That's basically what it is. Yeah, sorry, and, we didn't we didn't say that. So. Yeah, and, and then minor you, spoiler. You 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 learn that uh, from going from 1946. Uh, you're in this crazy accident. You're um, you get shrapnel in the back of your head. You you then yeah. float on a board. Like you go into water. Like you fall. Yeah, like, uh, okay. you fall like a like, thousand that feet one is into like, water. It's like oh, and you just so have they don't even show how he gets on the board. He's just on Correct. the board. He's Jack from Titanic. It's like, but he didn't fall off. He kicked the bitch off instead. Good for you. Good for you, Blasowitz. 
But at, at least I'll with that, never and then let go, Anya. Uh, uh. Uh, well, that's a lie. Later on in the no, but scene. really, like okay, okay, suspension of disbelief. The first, the first moment that was really like holy crap was like you're you're in this uh, ridiculous bomber and you you jump from like one bomber to another. Yeah, but that those those elements just like they keep ramping up and getting more and more insane and the one point i was like what the hell just happened was when you're in the castle in the first the first mission and a like enormous rock just like falls in your head yeah and you get knocked out temporarily and i was like he would be dead we just fell three stories and a boulder fell on his head like i just couldn't i yeah. couldn't you know i couldn't make that disconnect but it was it was brought up in the later on in the game something's different about you obviously when boy toys cutting you open and you're still going through and then you end up fighting a giant fucking mechanized nazi robot i mean come on what are you no i know no 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 you're right you're right i know i i completely understand but i i understand what you're looking for where it's the detail they put in the game uh kind of makes it feel realistic in the position that you're in not so much the story of it but the position you're in so you want the story to follow along with that sure but honestly it's again maybe i'm missing something from uh the the ps2 releases like in the late 2000s that there's something else to it i'm not taking any of that into account no i know this is like but this is like summer blockbuster mixed with michael bay mixed with like fan fiction. well it's goddamn wolfenstein what do you really expect i know i know i know i know you're right i'm just i just want to make it abundantly clear that when it comes to the story there were multiple moments where i was just like jesus this is ridiculous you look at it i did the same thing i looked at him like (laughs) really and then i'm like yeah really fuck it we're just gonna do it yeah really fuck it we'll do it live so really he's gonna get in it's gonna be great <laughs> he's gonna shoot nazis oh, stop. he's gonna no, go through no. no mr mr president stop no. right there no. william he's a great man greatest no. man ever no other greater man other this than me is not this. gonna be huge <laughs> let me tell you this, uh, you're this, crazy this cannot be our entire podcast it's i know just terrible impression. I, I, well, yeah i'm not gonna lie it's it's probably gonna be a good majority of it so <laughs> brace yourselves people it's the way it is right back to wolfenstein it's now 1960 you 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 we're not gonna go through the whole the whole story obviously no but, but at least in, in the 1940s you saw at least i think a big thing is uh where you had to make a choice okay the choice the choice is an important part of this game. Yes. Choosing Fergus or choosing uh, Wyatt. Wyatt. Wyatt is like the young recruit. He's, He's a, a private. private. Yep. Fergus is the grizzled war veteran who's been leading you hand and foot for the whole mission. He's like your. He's almost like your superior officer. I'm not sure I, if he is because I don't. I just I, don't, I don't know exactly. I don't think. I think it's more of kind of like a, a mutual thing between okay. the two. Okay. But at least with that, where it's do you save the the young hungry one or do you save the one who you've been through shit with already right okay i'm interested to know your choice but i just want to say mine first if that's okay sure go ahead All after right. you sir and part of the reason is because bob made a choice obviously and i i didn't oh i want to know about bob's so moving ahead a little bit after you do the submarine mission you then go to uh jewish atlantis for lack of a better term yes and you you go and you you there's all the crazy technology and everything so no I one gets that mad mission. it's it's literally where the the jewish secret people, technology created by by, by like the centuries community. and centuries and it's at the 
bottom of the Atlantic Ocean. So Ancient, it is thousands of years ago. It's, it's the Jewish Atlantis. So don't get pissed off. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, that doesn't mean that's not meant to be offensive. So that mission there, I did that, and Wyatt was there. This is Bob's playthrough now. I'm okay, okay. Wyatt was there, and he was like, oh, yeah, yeah, you chose him. Blah, blah, blah. He said all this. I was like, okay. I remembered that coming into this, and I was like, okay. I'm curious to know what's different, even though I don't know a whole lot about it. And naturally, I wanted to choose Fergus, even though it makes sense you would choose the younger person who's got you know his whole life ahead of him. Yeah. It just seemed to me that there was more of a connection between Blazkowicz and Fergus. Like, this is his good buddy. He's not gonna. He's not gonna pick somebody else over him. Yeah. So I chose Fergus. Oh. Did you choose Fergus? I chose Fergus. Oh crap! Which okay. I almost <laughs> wish I, I, I was hoping you'd choose White just because I know there's there's like small differences within it. Right. I mean, like that one scene where you're in the resistance camp. Yep. And you walk in the room with Fergus, and he's just angry, and he's not just angry at himself; he's angry at you for. Choosing him. Choosing him right, over right. Wyatt. And I mean, he... The sad thing is, like, he, he really fucked Wyatt up. Like, he... And that that came more true, like, towards the the end of, you know, the actual story of everything, which we'll hit on, like, kind of the tail end. But basically, right. Wyatt had some really pretty eyes in the beginning of the game. <laughs> and, but, and, and Death's Head, you know, totem kampf, totem right out and even while he was still alive bored into the back of his head pulled out his brain and sucked his brains out and that wasn't the end of the personality of wyatt that you found which i that kind of that kind of touched on a deep note okay two movie references from that conversation just now do it so one is that they sucked his brains out. Is my best Michael Ironside from Starship Troopers when the aliens, bugs, suck the brains out of people and then they get attacked. You've seen Starship Troopers? Yeah. It's been a long time? Yeah. Okay. The, the other one is, when we got to that point in the game, this is very late in the game, and it turns out that Death's Head is putting a brain into a mech, all I could think of was RoboCop 2. I don't know if you've seen RoboCop 2, but that's, no. how, that's how that ends. Really? There's, there's like a brain and a whole, uh, a whole um, vertebrae and, and um, spine and everything from the main villain. He's essentially killed and then put into a robot that fights... Oh, shit. Or put into a cyborg that fights RoboCop. Oh. It's worth watching if you ever see it. It's, yeah, it's kind I, of, I, it's I'm going to have to go back. I, I think I watched like the very first one and that was about it. I like the first one best, but the second one's not... It's not too I'll still give off. it a chance. Still need to do that. Anyway, I I admit it's interesting how they skim over it in the first chapter, but then later you find out exactly what Death's Head yeah. did to the victim, either it's Wyatt or Fergus. I don't know how they differ. Um, basically cutting him open and just like, whoop, well, sucking his brain right uh, off yeah, the back of his head. And, like just, and, yeah. and uh, Blasowicz even said, it's like, I've seen so many terrible things, but nothing will ever compare to what the the true um uh, basically for lack of a better term the true monstrosity of what he witnessed in that room being pinned down having to watch this happen and then uh i, I know at least with the story it, it kind of changed the gameplay a little bit because i think by choosing fergus then you were able to hotwire yeah you, you hotwire panels instead of i think being a, being able to lock uh pick locks gotcha so i don't know if, if why it's a lock pick or or, uh, or what i have but. no idea but at least with uh when it comes to storyline um getting back on like the main part of it ultimately i don't think it changes that much no i don't think it's it's enough to really 
kind of, I, I mean, honestly, maybe just, I don't know if it warrants enough to play through it again, which don't get me wrong, I did enjoy it, but I mean, that's that's a long game and it's the same stuff over and over, but that's more for gameplay. I'll, I'll get there. Okay, we'll get there. And the the one thing that I was kind of worried about was when Blasowitz, after... 1946 and goes through this uh, you know traumatic experience and has the shrapnel through his head he's floating on a board he's put in the insane asylum and he's well not insane asylum but basically yeah, yeah, you could say that basically um for like 14 16, i think it's 14 years yeah. 14 years and he starts to have these dreams about laying out on a lawn chair and seeing kids run around and the woman i'm are you really gonna are you really gonna do this i thought that was later but okay no i, I mean there was uh there was there was one There's where one they where early. they did like kind of like a flash to it, mm. but you couldn't see uh, the woman's face. Okay, you saw the kids running around. You saw him lounging, but he's like, I keep seeing this. I keep seeing this girl, but I don't know who she is. And then, as soon as they start getting into the asylum, when he's sitting there, Anya, who's taking care of him the entire time, I'm like, that's that's where this is going to go. The clear love interest, right? Okay. Yeah, and then. I don't want to call it a 180, but the the direction they took that at the very end, it's not typical. I'm glad they did it that way because it would have been really cheesy and corny if they would have just followed through with it. But of course you want the hero to make it through in this and that. A spoiler alert, he dies. It's done. Who dies? Well, well, you actually don't know that he dies. Okay. You don't see him die, so I will not say that that blast of which dies not to mention there's a sequel on the way yeah i i know that but still it's (laughs) uh, i've watched enough games of thrones by this point to know if you don't actually see them die i do not consider them dead we didn't see stannis die did we uh no we did not Mm. and then that's the true king in the north will be revealed in season eight spoilers yeah. Uh, oh, okay. wait, what? Oh, shit. Future Ralph, maybe yeah. you should cut that. Yeah, Future okay. Ralph cut cut Game of Thrones reference. So I, I have to say that the whole Anya Blaskowitz thing, I think is weird. And I, I get it. He's been there 14 years. We don't really know how old Anya is, but... She might be 32. Okay. That would make her 18 when everything happens. Okay, okay. I'm, I'm trying to keep it... I, don't, I know. I don't know what legality is in <laughs> Austria, Germany, whatever the fuck it is. In but, alternate 1960. Yeah, exactly. Alternate 1960, Germany, The age of consent Nazi, in alternate 1960, Nazi I'm sure Nazi journey is probably a little different, Poland's, but we're, yeah. we're in America right now, so I'm going 18. Uh, okay, great. What I'm saying is... <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> what I'm saying is... I I had this moment where I was like, what, did she start working there? She was 12 years old. Now she's like giving him a bath? Like, this is just weird. Like, did you... When you're in the asylum, if you, if you after you, you know, wake up and you can move around and everything, if you yeah. go to the bathroom, he's like, I've been here before. And yeah. He, he has like this weird memory of like her giving him a sponge yeah. bath. And she's like, she's not panting, but she's kind of like, ooh, ooh, ooh. And I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. This is a this little is weird. This is getting way too hot. I mean, yeah, weird. Weird. To- <laughs> totally weird. Fuck. You know what? They, you ever seen Hard to Kill with Steven Seagal where yeah. he's in a coma? It's like the same thing. Oh, oh my, my God. God. <laughs> Wolfenstein. They should be called Wolfenstein Hard to Kill. <laughs> Um, Steven Seagal, and uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna beat some people up. I've been doing a keto for like 32 years. No, I'm gonna show you how how's it going. How you doing, hombre? Let me show you a magic trick. Watch me blow up because I ate too many burritos. Como estas? You know I speak English, right? No, 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 no more Do you speak no pain? More. 
<laughs> Snapping next. No, anyway, so small Steven Seagal tirade. To me, it's kind of weird that like he was her patient for 14 years. Like I don't, I, I, I just it seems weird to me, and I get it. The asylum probably wasn't run by Anya this whole time. No, it was run, it, was it was run, run by, her, by parents. her parents. Yeah, and then you know as she grew up, like this one patient was always here. She'd probably like just I guess had a thing for him the whole time. Well, I mean, she she yeah. always she would bring it up. I think it was later on in the game where it's like I always wondered if he could see me if he knew I was there because mm. he was just mm. like straight just staring never move never anything else and that's where they showed like all the different seasons going in and going out going yeah in, going you know out. i like that sec that section i yeah. thought that that was really i thought that was pretty well done so i i think it was interesting that they that they chose to put a i mean if you want to call it a love interest in this story but it it kind of more ended up as they just like needed Blaskowitz. They needed someone for him to to pork on the table and annoy all of his uh, comrades. Yeah, no, no, he definitely did do that. <laughs> he really definitely did do that. Um, but but at least got no. It's no. He's just <laughs> literally they fucked on a table and someone got annoyed at it. The ex Nazi, which we have to get into him. We'll get to him. Um, I don't want to get into him, but we'll talk about him. Uh, don't lie to me, Ralph. <laughs> so. Right. From the asylum, the Nazis decide they don't need they don't need it anymore. And Blasco just basically stands up. And to me, like it's it's sort of unexplained as to he why He kinda stood up. He fell down because he didn't use well, his yeah, legs in a while. His legs are but, atrophied, but if you what, haven't used your legs in a decade and a half, are you really gonna be able to stand up that quick and start killing more Nazis? Oh, that's a good point. He kept all that muscle mass this whole time he's been, yeah, he's been yeah, sat exactly. in a chair in the same corner of the room. No, he's for, just he's just this beefy, stocky fucking American cowboy. Good for you, America. Show that. Okay, cowboy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, I'm looking for more realism than I really should be. No, and and that's the thing. You need to push that shit aside or else you're just going to be disappointed. Well, I mean, I wasn't disappointed. It just, it was this thing that I just kept coming back to. Like, I just, I wanted to enjoy it more, but my mind was like, eh, uh, yeah, the moon. Oh, God. Well, I mean, that's uh, further down. At least uh, yes. I, I do like the fact that you uh, you still found the resistance. Um, and then... Okay, we'll, we'll get into the resistance, sure. Which, uh, sure. that's still still part of, I'm just saying, for, for storyline, character building. So, sure. obviously, you have connections with these people from the past, which I don't know if I missed a couple things. Like, is it, uh, was it uh, Christine, Christina? Uh, the, uh, the wheelchair? Yes. Okay. When when they meet and he's like, oh, they know each other. Like, I had no context. No, that, I had no idea what that could have been from. in a previous game. So maybe it was, but at least uh, coming in, it's like, all right. So he knows a few people, and obviously this was from the war long ago. Everybody thought everybody else was dead, and they're not. And there's some new people. Like, yeah, and you know Fergus being the main connection for our playthroughs, right? Yeah, right. I mean, once you actually break them out and bring them back, right? Which. Which was kind of fun. Um, I thought that was pretty neat. It's like, especially because you're you're in this place, you don't know what's going on. It's like, where where do they keep like you know the most high secure prisoners are here? Oh, fuck it, I'm gonna go get them. And then it's in my mind, I'm like, oh, Fergus should be there. You know, I just had a you know young American man's eyes and brain gouged out of his fucking body. You better fucking be here, <laughs> right? Um, you know that. The mission where you where you go in and you, you bust out the resistance members, I think that was the first one where I realized, like, you know what? That was really easy. Like, not 
gameplay for us, the player, easy, but like Blaskowitz just kind of does things and they well, yeah. go off without a hitch as part of a linear story. Like mm-hmm. he just does it. It's no problem. He's like, okay, we well, need to go to the moon. You need to do a spacewalk. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'll do it. No problem. Like that, that's just it. Like yeah. there's no, I've never walked on the moon before, but I'll figure it out. Why not? And yeah, shoot like, robots while like, oh, I'm at it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No problem. Yeah, fuck them. I didn't, I didn't take any shots and get a tear in my spacesuit and, you know, lose no. all my oxygen. And American like, yeah, hero. Yeah, yeah. Yeehaw, motherfucker. That's the that's that's the way it goes. That's that's what I really pulled off of this. All right, maybe we should start a counter for your yeehaw, <laughs> I think America. Two, two or three. I think we're at two. Yeah. All right, I'm fine with that. All right. So to summarize, ultimately, Death's Head is this guy who B.J. Blazkowicz had history with before. Now he wants revenge on him. So yeah, he was introduced very early in the game as hey, this is the this is the big bad right here. Yeah, but they were going after him specifically. I yes. Thought. So. There, there's already sort of there's sort of some kind of like unspoken history or it's in a previous game which he's like a dr mangala he he, he performs exper- uh, experiments and everything else it's like he's yeah, basically he, he's yeah. a bad motherfucker yeah and you know scaly and everything and looks weird the goal is basically to defeat him yep. and 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 blaskowitz gets put all over the place and the headquarters for the resistance being set in berlin at first i was like okay this is this is all right and then once they steal the helicopters and then fly back to Berlin. Yeah, and like underneath like where yeah, they have cameras everywhere. I I got to admit I was kind of like this is dumb for the story. Like okay, you've got these helicopters, you've got these these resources that you stole, fly to fly to I don't know, you know, the the North Pole or something. Make a new base, start a new base somewhere else and launch from there for the rest of the game was what I, I stopped and thought about but the only place they would never think about is right underneath their nose yeah but they've they've stolen these helicopters <laughs> like it just didn't it to me i was like this is this doesn't make any sense the fact that there no one is finding them this doesn't make sense so sorry wasn't more realistic in 1960 yeah, yeah, nazi i know nazi germany I know. okay yeah. i got i got one more thing i want to say about all right, realism all right and all then right. and then you can you can you know slap me across the face if i bring it up again I have a screenshot of a cordless drill in the compound, like a battery-operated DeWalt cordless drill. Yeah. Okay. Bef- then this is this was before we got into <laughs> okay. into into um, the crazy technology that was basically hidden by the Jewish community, and some people leaked it here or there to the Nazis. They found it and did whatever. I don't know sure. what how the technology has been distributed. At this stage, I think it's the first time, the first mission where you're in just the, the hideout. Because what, there were like three? Yeah. I think, or four. I, something like that. There are four. That. Yeah, okay. there's, there's the first one where all you do is walk around and like talk to Max or whatever. And then there's the one where you, you get the shotgun and you have to, you, you fall through the floor. You're trying yeah. to get the drywall. There's the uh, yeah, the the one with the circular saw. Circular and then saw. there's the one for uh, the welding torch. The welding torch, yes. And then finally you go back to it when it's all on fire and everything. In that first one, because I didn't know anything about the technology, to me, it was game-breaking that there's a cordless drill with a battery pack in alternate reality, Okay, 1960. Can, can I stop you there? Yeah. Uh, in the very first scene where you're in that plane yeah. with Fergus, yeah. and they start talking about the aircrafts that Germany is using. Jets? They said, I have never seen anything like this. They're, yes, they're using jets. So already right there, 
that's I think that kind of sets the premise of hey, uh, they stumbled upon something that nothing else this world has ever seen before. And that's that's just something that I took away because I'm not going to lie. It's like the same thing. It's like you have a handheld welding torch in the 1960s. Every, everything that came in like uh, the, the 1960s playthrough was kind of stemmed off of we've i know there's I know. nothing there's nothing I in this it. world so i, I mean we're that's talking just, about laser weapons uh, in 1960 i get yeah, it I know. on the moon i know with with the nazi moon base i know like i said <laughs> it was like mission four or five i didn't really think about how alternate we're talking you were here. just more in the moment i was like, like what the fuck is, is that this? a fucking cordless <laughs> drill <laughs> cordless like really? out of everything that's like, happened in this game yeah, you no, take no, a know. look at the cordless drill oh like, yeah what the fuck is that i was like I'm, I'm triggered i'm fucking triggered by this cordless drill man that is some bullshit i don't care that the nazis won the war and that there are robotic dogs and and electric uh electric no fuck cutters this, but this and cordless lasers. drill that's a bunch that of cordless shit. drill man no 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 you've oh, got God. You've gone too I, far. I think we're going way off a story here. Although I understand that that is kind of an important. That part. is all I wanted to say. Okay. When it comes to the lack of realism, that's it. I'm not going to bring it up again. Yes, we go to the moon. S- story wise, like, uh, yeah, it it goes some weird places, but, but it's, it's going to happen. And but that is the thing. It's fun. It's when when I heard about oh. Uh, the first time they said Nazi lunar base, I'm like, yep. oh, fuck, I'm going to the moon. Right. So when you go to, um, what is it, uh, the London Nautica? And yeah. uh, I think you go in there and there's the big, uh, the big like moon exhibition or what have you. And it's like, oh, you know, that's kind of cool. That'd be cool to, if we could go there. And then you end up doing it. Yeah. And it's, it's fun, but. You know, that cutscene felt really, really quick. Like, Blaskowitz just, like, gets in and, like, boom, you're on the moon and that's it. Like, there was almost no build-up and you're almost, you're surprised when you get there. Yeah, I mean, you had to go through the, the, the motions to, like, go get the, um... The uh, codes. The, the chief, you know... No, the codes uh, the, the are the on the moon, I'm sorry. Yeah, so you had to go and run through the, uh, destruction through the trains and go get, like, the actual, uh chief scientist suit and then it's i know what you mean though so it's basically hey i found the guy i got a suit and now i'm and on moon. the moon yeah which at the same time i could see where it's like wish there was a little something in that but i'm on the moon motherfucker it's like that's that's pretty good for me right there i know we've been droning on for a story a little bit long and i've been more on the positive side of things i will say um i understand the end game has to leave something open for something next but it just felt like it was cut it was just cut off there wasn't really anything else from it okay all right that's fine I, was, I, we, can, we can get to we can get to this point the other story elements you know if you're interested play the game it's uh, yeah fun. i definitely do it did feel abrupt yeah and i have to admit other than maybe final thoughts this segment i want to talk about the tone of the story yeah well he I feel like BJ, he set the tone for the end of it, especially like I I thought it was very fitting to have from the beginning of the game, there's Anya taking care of uh, these patients that are coming in, taking care of him. And that at the very end, he makes the the speech of basically like a statue of liberty. Yeah. He he basically made the, you know, give me your, your weak, your tired, your poor. And there she is with the flashlight guiding people in, in the middle of set. Yeah, exactly. And she's not even American, 
but she had some in her for a little bit. Oh, my God. Oh. That whole thing was a build-up for that joke. That whole thing. No, okay. no. Okay. Yes. The yes. little Nazis on, on the carpet now. Yes. <laughs> Did you listen to the, the audio logs um, where she talks about her sister that killed Nazis? Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, was it, I think, Regina? And then she gets pregnant. Yeah, uh, or, something like that. Or uh, her cousin. Is it her cousin? Yeah, I think I it was her it was cousin. Sister. Okay, your cousin. Yeah. Um, those those were fairly interesting. Like, it, she's like, how every time it's a different way that she kills, kills Yeah, Nazis. and she just keeps saying, the Nazi. The Nazi, And it's yep. always a different yep. Nazi, but she just mm-hmm. says, the Nazi. I'm like, oh, all right, dig it. No, I, I actually liked those bits. I was surprised that we were we were more than halfway through the game, and it's like, now we're getting audio logs? Like, this yeah. is odd. Why? And why can't I push the button and, and play around? Maybe maybe Bioshock has spoiled me in that fact that you could Probably. listen to the audio log while playing. Yeah. All right, so real quick, the tone. I feel that the tone of this game and its story doesn't really match the gameplay or what they're going for. And stay with me. I could understand. No, 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 I'm with you. You boot the game up. And you get like a couple notes and then just like, like this rock music, right? And I'm, I'm thinking to myself, and this isn't, this isn't music, but I'm thinking to myself, okay, so this is like just badass shoot 'em up. Got it. Yeah. But the game and the story really takes its time to sort of build Blaskowitz as a sympathetic character where yeah. he's very almost sentimental. And it it comes to a head. I'm thinking of the um, the mission where you're in the the underground in the water, and he's recounting about his life and everything. Oh, okay. Like when he's coming up, like out of lake with like the leeches and everything. Yeah, else. he was like, oh, I was I was 14. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was a dark hole, but it yep. wasn't as dark as this. Like yeah. that kind of stuff. And I was like, okay, they're really kind of like, okay, this is trying to like bring some like emotion here to it, even though we're shooting Nazis on a lunar base. Like it it. And then once you get to the ending, the ending is like bittersweet in the way that we think Blaskowitz is done and everybody else survives. Yeah. But then it's just boom. And it cuts to this, this, um, like slow moving, like. Oh, you're talking about like the, the final music? Yeah, yeah I'm yeah, talking yeah. about the, the, credit, the, the credit music. And, yeah. and again, we're not talking about music. Yeah. Uh, well, there's a lot of blending. We get into that and I'm like. What the fuck? What is the fucking tone of this game? Like, either either make it like a serial sort of like Indiana Jones kind of thing, and then don't tack on like Celine Dion and the credits after yeah, Indiana no, Jones. I, I can like, underst- it doesn't make any sense. I can understand where you're coming from, but at the same time, I think that is kind of fitting for the, the way the way that the game progressed because you start out at in you know in like a the cockpit. <laughs> Of an airplane shooting down, you know, other planes, jumping from one to another, and then throughout the rest of the game, they start building up a little more of, oh, it's not just run and gun, shoot him up type of guy where this is just, he's a soldier, that's what he does, he's going to die. It's like a tragic story of Yes, and I, I really think that this game really embraced the idea of kind of like a tragedy, like just like a, you know, a tragic play. And... It's. I don't think I've ever gotten this in depth of it because there's not a whole lot of other games that have really done something like that. Where it's, you know, it's uh, that may not have been what they're going for, and that may not be the overall goal. But I do think that's something they had in mind for the game. You take this rugged, hardcore American soldier, badass, blow him up, everything else. You put him. He goes through this this giant 
situation in his life where he's... Classic hero. Yes. And then through that, that's where he just starts to develop, hey, maybe he's not just this rugged leather out, you know, um, shell of a person. It's... He he has emotions through it, and then they touch on that through what he went through with Wyatt and Fergus in the beginning, and then they start going through that with Anya. They even touch on that just watching the patients being taken in and out, getting in with the resistance, and then finally having this goal of, holy shit, it's this, you, it doesn't matter what the exterior persona that he's trying to put out, this is what the the inner part of him really is. Granted, he's still a badass motherfucker till the very end, but you see a completely different side of him that you would have never expected from the beginning. And then, you know, I I understand where I think they may have gone a little overboard with like the super soft music going during the credits. It just, but it's I don't sure. know. I I think it's just it kind of it kind of follows suit of the development of his character throughout the entire game, and then ending on that, even though it as abrupt as it may have been, which, you know, I just told you, it's like, oh. Yeah, yeah. And, and, you know, I'm not saying you're wrong, but to me, personally, yeah, I felt like the tone of the story didn't match the tone of the gameplay. If that if that even starts to make sense. Well, I mean, when you're running through first-person shooter, shooting down Nazis left and right, no, it's any type of sentimental stuff really isn't going to... It's too, the gameplay's too almost silly for the emotional impact or the emotional weight of the story they were trying to present. So do you, do you think they, they try to they try to force that a little more? Yeah, I think the ending felt okay. a little forced. Yeah. No, and, and I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to disagree with you on that. I, yeah, no, you, you can't disagree with me, Steve. That, that's not acceptable. Is this what's going to happen now? Yeah, no, no. I need my Nazi hunt knife. Where is it? Nazi <laughs> funny. <laughs> can you say a different knife can you just say where's my knife where's my knife for nazi hun oh shit i can't i can't do it i can't do it son of a bitch okay so ultimately that's the main the main chunk of the story yeah. and what i wanted to say for the story for this game yeah and and i'm along with that we may have rambled on the story and we rambled we rambled but honestly there was a lot more into the story than i would have given this game credit for at face value okay so i'll that's fair i'll give it that i think that's uh my own personal good ending for story all right let's move on to the gameplay then gameplay all right, so the gameplay for Wolfenstein, the new order. Yes. First-person shooter. Yeah, a uh, variety of weapons. I'm ready to make shit dead. Yes, and actually, something I did enjoy about this that was brought up in Bioshock, which was one of my complaints, was quick switch option, where instead of having to cycle through the weapons again, you could just quick hit or at least for PS4, Triangle, and it just switched to your last weapon, right. and you can align it like that, which I really I really appreciated for this. I liked it, but I felt that the um, sensitivity was a little too a little too sensitive for me because there were times where I wanted... I didn't like dual wielding. I just want to yeah, throw that out no, there. No, I never, I never really dual wielded at all. Dual wielding, to me, all it really did was uh, was waste ammo. Yeah. Uh, especially with the, like, the assault rifle that you get. Oh, yeah. 
but I, yeah, I just thought those were a little, a little too sensitive, and and I preferred to like set up before I went into a room, knowing what weapons I was going to use. Yeah, I did, I did the same thing. You, it, it was good to to plan for it here and there. Yeah, like I almost, I think I almost would have preferred just to cycle through. I, I don't know. I got you. Maybe. Well, at least um, a, another thing which I know has been um, a point of contention within uh, the, the members of the podcast is vehicles and just being thrown into completely different uh like random at random stages of the game yeah mm-hmm. like when you're in the the little submersible and you're going around which really sure. wasn't that bad uh i thought it was really awesome you actually got to control one of the mechs uh when you were at uh oh yeah breaking in, out of the prison in the um well in the the camp the yeah. the concentration camp basically yeah, it's basically what it is yeah, yeah. Uh, the fact you got to control one of those things, even if it was just for one round, uh, I enjoyed the shit out of that. The fact that it still picked up the armor. Yeah, yeah. And that it wasn't just, oh, this is just going to go down and then it's done. You could actually still, you know, keep the, the health going on of the same, yeah, um, yeah. you know, same mechanics. Yeah, you had, you had rockets, which were unlimited, I think, and, uh, and yep. just a chain gun. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I, I thought that was a, a very, I don't know... Sometimes that can be kind of a hard thing to do, but it's not like they made the controls so difficult where it was anything different. You moved, you aimed, there's your reticle, you shoot, and that's pretty much it. Mm. The submersible thing, I think, was inverted, and it kind of threw me off. Oh, well, that's... You were probably fine with that? Oh, I was perfectly fine. Any first-person shooter, I just put... I invert the Y-axis, but that's just because I grew up with flying games, and that's just how I learned. No, I gotcha. I've been tainted. This game interestingly has those different uh, perks and like gameplay styles that you can that you can use. Um, where if you like to play more stealth, you unlock more, basically more little perks to to help you to help you through that. Like I think there were uh, stealth, tactical, demolition, and one more. No, there is one more. I forget what it is. Yeah, but I I think it was kind of neat that. It's not like it was a skill tree where you had to unlock right. it and just choose. Right. It basically upgraded you on your play style. Right. So, so if you preferred stealth kills, you got buffs to stealth. Yeah, which I was uh, I was quite stealthy. I think Me that's, too, actually. Yeah. That's funny that I, I was curious to see what you were going to say. The game, I think, really wants you to just play balls to the wall, like m- machine gun and shotgunning, just yeah. like a maniac. But... I found the stealth to be surprisingly fun, and I have some mm-hmm. really long distance headshots of the officers with the uh, suppressed, um, like mag sec three shot uh, Luger that you get. Oh yeah, you or I mean? even or just the uh, like the marksman. Like once I had that, and you were oh, able yeah. to like scope down with it a little bit. It's like oh well, I mean certain situations if you were able if i was able to take out a commander like but it was a sure. long distance shot sure. then fuck yeah he's gonna get a, a bullet through the brain otherwise i'll i'll creep around for a little bit I'll, I'll make my way to you bitch i liked using the throwing knives surprisingly i didn't think i'd like them that much but after playing around a little bit in the in the hideout um whenever i had them and it was in my arsenal if i was being stealthy i was using those throwing knives and picking them back up and using them again like i've really enjoyed that and i didn't expect stealth i really didn't expect stealth in this game no not at all and part of the reason i think i enjoyed it was because there were no consequences for going stealth for instance i've already beaten metal gear solid 5 which Mm -hmm. to me is still say whatever you want about 
you know, Kojima and Konami and everything, but for a stealth game, like, that's a, that is really technically great. So if you shoot a guy from a distance, someone's going to notice it. Yeah. They're going to come by, they're going to go alert, they're going to do this, they're going to do that. You know, it's same for the whole Metal Gear uh, franchise, Metal Gear Solid 2, for instance. Yeah. With this, I could, I could pop a guy with the pistol right in front of another guy and no consequences. No, yeah, and, and it, it, that made it a lot of, or at least like when, when you see there's a, a soldier and the dog, it's generally you're going to take the dog out first because I had Correct. it once or twice where if you take out the guy, the dog pops up and, you know, the alarms are raised. Yeah. Where at least with that, it's like, all right, uh, kill the puppy. Sorry, sorry, dog lovers. Vicious robo Nazi dog. Uh, that's a that's a better way to put it. You're so right. It sounds not as bad. Not a sweet, gentle, innocent. Sweet, no, this sweet was puppy. this was not a, a sweet puppy at all. Which I I hate to use the word realism, but the Nazi robos like mm-hmm. the the giant like with Nazi the metal faces. Yeah. yeah, it's like it's. Where the fuck did this come from? Uh, Death's head compound. He does human experimentation. Uh, yeah, this this is very true, but it's like that kind of that kind of took it out a little it's bit. Just but your I disbelief, mean, huh? All oh, right. oh. This, this is a story. Hey, hey, this you know, is, this is a jokey sorry. story. I'm, so, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, jokey story. <laughs> <laughs> jokey Nazi story. But at least uh, the the way they, it's. I, I did like the upgrade system. I'm not going to lie. I really didn't pay attention to what I got. I would just see an achievement pop up yeah. or something else because that's just the way I'm playing. So, oh, I got something bonus out of it. Oh, cool shit. I'll take it. Yeah. I I basically started to try to knock out the, the stealth tree. Um, the one, I think it's tactical. You're supposed to get like 80 um, cover kills. The cover system, which we need to address, I barely used uh yeah i i want to say out of like the entire gameplay i maybe used it 25 to 30 percent of the time let me clarify by cover i mean like leaning yes and that kind of thing because if someone's someone's shooting at you you're spotted and you can crouch behind a metal crate to stop yourself from getting shot that I would do, but I wasn't really considering that part of the cover system. That's just like yeah, normal no, cover. Yeah, no, agreed. It was more just, hey, so I, I actually get to keep some health. Correct. Yeah. I guess we should address the fact that you can uh, buff yourself. You can over over buff your, not your armor, but you can over buff your health. Your health, yeah, overpower. Overpower it. Yep. One of the... Um, one of the perks is to get to 200, which I did, and then frequently got over 200. Yeah. Because you can really stack that stuff up. If you're stealthy, you can just stack it up because you're not getting you're not getting shot or hit or anything. And if you keep finding all of the uh, the actual health upgrades, too, mm, which yep. I think I maybe found four. Yeah, probably about four, only because that, that hacking the, uh, the, the wires, you know, mm-hmm. the hot wiring kind of helped out with some of those, like, safes and such. Yeah. But when I actually went through after I beat the game and saw, you know, how many you were actually able to get, I'm like, oh, I missed a lot of shit. Granted, didn't need it too, too much, but still. Okay. Since you are since you brought it up, the health upgrade thing, really cool little tidbit. I don't know if you knew or not, but in the hideout, there are two beds. The one bed is for you to play the original Wolfenstein, the first level. No. That's, that's all the way on the third floor. You'll see a poster. Of, uh, Wolfenstein 3D, I'm sorry. The original Wolfenstein 3D. Yeah. If you And if you push... Uh, square it says nightmare and you can have a nightmare where it's set in the old style graphics but 
for everybody else, but for you, it's your modern your modern gameplay oh, and no. graphics for the game. You missed that? Oh, I missed that. Oh, Steve, I'm sorry. Oh, uh, and then, because I knew there was the, the regular bed where you could just sleep, but I'm like, why would I need to do that? I right, should've... and then when you wake up, there's a health upgrade. Ah, oh, shit. At, on the table. Ah, oh, shit. And you can do this in three of the levels. Fuck. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fuck, yeah. Because the only throwback I ever saw for uh, Wolfenstein, I, I forget which compound, it may have been... I think it was on the on the U-boat when you're running around on one of the monitors was like a little bit of a it was a clip from Wolfenstein 3D. Oh really? Yeah, where well, you that just I missed. You, where you just saw him. I was walking by and I just saw a picture on the screen. I'm like, oh shit, look at that. Oh, oh man, now I'm pissed. I didn't. Sorry. So okay. I, I speaking of which, I did that um, the Wolfenstein 3D part twice, and both times I did it, it was both times I did it, it was the first level of the game and then once you beat the first level it takes you out you wake up essentially okay. so after that i didn't go back there anymore because i didn't just want to do the same thing over and over again and i was trying to get through the game obviously yeah it's possible that maybe if you get a high enough score or do things right did you get level two or maybe it continues i don't know but i did it twice and both times it ended when you beat the level and then you wake up gotcha oh damn i should have paid more attention to that it was fun oh well it was kind of cool. It, it also, it was just as difficult. It wasn't like it was easy. You'd think it'd be easier, but yeah. Yeah. So there is the submarine section. There's a section where you, you pilot the mech. What else are we thinking in terms of vehicles? Like you ride along the with the grandparents, with Anya's grandparents at one point. But Yeah. And then there's uh, the one where Fergus steals the card and you drive the card and basically it's just you mow down a few Nazis and then drive yeah. out a window. Yeah, there aren't there are not a whole lot of vehicle segments to this, I'd say. No. Primarily you're on foot and you're running and gunning. Yeah. I mean that that that's pretty much it. I mean, usually gameplay is a long segment, but I mean when you're dealing with a game like this, there's Well, I'm not quite done. Oh I did want to talk about the the shooting mechanics specifically. Okay. Where you've got your normal foot soldier Nazi for nineteen sixty, let's say, where they're armored and whatnot. Yeah. And you're shooting them and shooting them and shooting them and shooting them. I played on normal. I didn't play on hard or crazy or survival or whatever. Yeah. I played on the normal mode. And I just felt that with the exception of the shotgun with the bouncing rounds. Yeah. The guns really didn't penetrate that well. Mm. Like the assault rifle frustrated me. The special laser cannon that you get, I think it's called like the Laser Croft Works. Yes. That, I didn't get all of the upgrades, but I got a few of them. And I didn't get the one that regenerated. Oh. I didn't get the one that regenerated the ammo. So I used it sparingly throughout the whole game. Gotcha. And I really felt like the game wants you to use that almost exclusively. Because the other weapons feel a little nerfed. By the by the end of the game, yes. Yeah. But yeah. I, I'm only saying that because I I think I got pretty much all of the upgrades for it. And once it starts regenerating itself, it makes it a lot easier. And when you go to the recharging stations, the only thing I really used it for was the um uh the energy uh marksman. Okay. Because then I found out at one point where it's like, oh, I can actually use this to recharge this. Right, I found that too. Yeah, um, on the on the moon, it was particularly helpful. And death's head comp, death's heads compounds. Totem death, conf. death, totem conf. 
You know who I mean. Yes. His compound. Yes. And also, real quick, we didn't mention um, Frau, whatever her name is, and her lover, Booby. Her, her little, uh, yeah, Booby. Oh, little boy toy. I remember Booby because I have a family member named Booby. Uh, it's, <laughs> I mean, uh, the, only, Booby. the only time, it's, it's weird that when that came up, because uh, that's what I call the, the weird crazy dog, is like, oh, Bubby. And then when you say, Bubby. oh, Booby, I'm like, Booby. oh, that's, that's weird. But instead of being a, a tiny chihuahua dog, it's a Nazi, blonde hair, blue eye, frow loving, everything else. Yeah. Your dog likes older women. Uh, yeah. Maybe. I don't know. Whatever <laughs> floats his boat, man. I'm not going to judge him. Death's Head's compound. There's two sections where there's like this, this, um, there's walkways and it's, it's almost like the hallway from the Matrix. There's two sections. The first one, I was like, okay, this isn't too bad. The second one, though, between the rocket guys and the, um, the bouncing shotgun guys and regular mechs and one big mech and everything, I had to do that part over and over and over again. <sighs> And it wasn't until I finally did it, took a couple steps, and then, oh, Booby, Booby got me with a, with a shot, and now I'm at the end of the game. Like, literally, like, I was stuck at that segment for a while. There's a big difficulty spike right there. And if I had had the generating laser craft work upgrade, mm-hmm. I think it would have been a lot easier because I had to constantly come back to those stations, charge, find a guy who I know that that laser weapon is really good against, do a full charge blast kill him outright, go back and run and do whatever. And in between, just normal guys, just like use a shotgun. It it really took me, you know, maybe maybe an hour and a half to get through just that segment. And I was oh, like, geez. oh man, it must, it must continue on from here. And I was like, oh my God, I, I got stuck right at the bottleneck. And and from there, you know, the, the rest of it was, because even, even Death yeah. Set was, was, was easier. Like the final boss fight was easier than that segment to me. The, uh, the, the one that, that, caught me off guard was when you when you're in a death's head compound like the the second time and you go to climb that ladder when you're down the laboratory and booby jumps out with a fucking needle jump scare i did not yet number one that took me off guard i'm like oh fuck and then it's going through the whole uh the whole segment and the first time i didn't realize that when he starts when he leans in close and starts whispering about like the smell of warm blood I didn't see there was like the QTE. Oh, the prompt. Yeah, oh, okay. I, I didn't see that. So I missed it and then I just died. I'm like, <laughs> well, what the fuck? And then every single time I'm trying to find a different way to make sure he doesn't jump down and it keeps it keeps happening. So I'm like, after, I, I'm not going to lie, probably about like 20 minutes. And it's like, maybe I'm missing something. Mm. And so I let it play out again because I kept restarting from last checkpoint. I'm like, right. why the fuck can't I get this guy not to pounce on me with a goddamn elephant tranquilizer and then i finally saw the the prompt for it and i'm like oh fuck click oh i bit the fuck out of him oh look at you little bitch and then just the the kills and honestly that was something that i i know it sounds kind of morbid um like stealth kills like how it's just quick cut like the achilles and then into the side and then up through in the neck or that kind of yeah Yeah, it's like his was probably my favorite because he's just sitting there and he's such a little cunt oh does it go in like his he goes in his mouth he goes like like, through this side he goes through like the side of his head and then he goes like right underneath the jaw like right straight up and it's just like a, a series of three 
that was probably the most satisfying one. Out and of then his everything. Uh, his uh, his lover is like, oh, yeah. She's just shaking oh, like her old bitch with her goddamn crazy messed up jaw, which I'm sure she, I am sure she has to be in the next one. Yeah, she's in the sequel. I've seen that in trailers. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Okay, because I hope she's one, and maybe in the sequel you actually get to kill Hitler, or maybe they won't put him in there. I don't maybe. know. Uh, maybe I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, back to the gameplay. Yeah, back to gameplay. I really loved the shotgun. I didn't feel that the iron sights really worked as well as no. they wanted. I I ended up just using the normal reticle, and when it would go red, you know, if I was going for a long distance shot or something like that, I actually didn't even like the 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 sniper rifle. For some reason, I felt like using the crosshairs, it just didn't well, work for me. Like it I, was the sensitivity really threw that off. Well, maybe. Yeah. And especially if you're going to play with something like that, uh, maybe in hindsight, kick it down a little bit. But that's only because that's going back to I, I used to be a really big sniper in Call of Duty and then Camper. Even, even more so <laughs> in, um, in Counter-Strike. Yeah, and that was one where I would definitely turn down the sensitivity on it because it gives you that little more precise accuracy that, at least for myself, the way I like to play, really kind of helps out. the the laser um, the laser gun, the alternate setting where you cut through things. Yeah, that was one big. It not really like an innovation, but that was one uh, one thing that I really took away from the game and will stay with me. I think the way that you can. You would have to cut vents or cut gates or cut boxes to get the loot inside. Yeah, no, I I think that was a, a very a very cool addition that they put in because of course you could just take the knife out for the wooden crates and smash it and everything else. Right, but right. you had to look for those specific ones. Like, oh, I can use this here. But I I really like the uh, the laser craft works. That, that yeah. was that was a really a really cool um one of the cool unique weapon and tools. more unique elements. Yeah, yeah. And tools of 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 this game. And that sort of ties into one thing we didn't go into too much detail, which was uh, the collectibles throughout the levels and how that adds the replay value. Like, you know, collect, collect Enigma codes here, collect gold there, collect letters, collect upgrades. You collect upgrades for the weapons throughout as you, as you go through the missions, you can miss them. And then that leads to, a higher difficulty if if you get stuck in situations and that's why i'm such a loot whore because i never want to fucking miss everything no 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 <laughs> i know what you mean like uh, there were times where i was scouring and and the map would have hints as to where they are and what they are and i did find uh scouring for loot in this game to be fun i wanted to continue on the main story as much as i could and as fast as possible but i still wanted to stop look around and and find those items now i never actually tried but i wanted to know are you able to restart the game with the items you have and then start a new campaign or is it just kind of like from fresh like a new game plus yeah well after i beat it i went to resume thinking that i would be prompted with like a new game plus but i was actually given my last checkpoint which was the death's head fight but i did read that um you can you can replay and the laser craft works that you so keep. that's the one that stays upgraded right and okay then you can... which i mean makes sense because throughout the the rest of the levels it's like there's some where you just wake up and you have a knife and just the the yep. laser craft works yep. and yep. then okay well i mean that's i guess that's really better than nothing or at least like you're able to uh like find you still keep the amount of enigmas because it's hard to find everything there's a lot of those fuckers a lot of stuff to find yeah a lot of a lot of loot 
But I mean, I I really didn't spend too much time on the collectibles. I was like way too much into the game, and maybe that was just pressure for time. But I mean, just even getting through the main storyline and not worrying about everything else that you could pick up. I mean, you're still looking about like 12, 15 hours. To wrap up, I think um, just the boss fights. I I found it interesting that the the final the the final boss basically is in three parts. Where first you fight whoever it is that you choose to sacrifice to Death's Head, whether yeah. it's Wyatt or Fergus, and all you really have to do is hit him with um, an EMP grenade, and then you just walk up and and push push square, and that's it. That fight is over. Yeah, for mine. Why it was one. like like I can't live like this. Like just just end it. Yeah, and that's that's exactly what he did. It's like you, you hit the EMP, it goes off once, and you hear you actually hear him, and it's like yeah, he's talking, captain. Yeah. You need to end this. I'm like, oh fuck, and then you throw another one, and the little brain pops out, and yep. th- then you take it out that way. Yeah, and then you uh, awkwardly shoot it <laughs> in your hand, which I thought was weird. Yeah, which, which you could have put it on the ground and did it, but you did it either way. It it took me a minute to realize that I needed to take down the zeppelins to. Uh, to take down Death's Head the first time. And then I thought that part was a little bit harder because you're just running, trying to dodge, not get shot. And then once he drops down underneath, like once everything goes, that was really easy. All I did was put the uh, the grenade launcher on the assault rifle mm. and popped him off and ran around, picked up items, kept popping off on him again. And that, that was that was probably one of the easier battles. Yeah, Death Said didn't didn't prove to be that much of a challenge. I no. Think. All right, so that's pretty much it for gameplay. Uh, we might have overlooked one or two things, but first-person shooter, and it's a lot of fun, and there's gore, and you make things dead. Yeah, and and things explode, so just, just fucking play it. Just go play <laughs> it. It's fine. Let's, let's Graphics. Go. Graphics. Graphics. I just want to get off my chest again that graphically this game really impressed me at the time. Agreed. Um, it still impresses me now. The frame rate is flawless. I didn't have any stuttering that I can think of that I can that I can recall. Um, the cutscenes look good. Uh, some of the character models were a little funny. I guess Max comes to mind. A little bit. I um, mean, in in uh, correlation to everybody else, he's just this giant. Bulky he's supposed to be. Mess. Yeah. But yet, yeah, I mean, yeah. it's fitting. It's 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 him. <laughs> I did notice that, and I didn't notice this before, but I noticed this time that, you know, objects in the distance are a little bit more blurry, and as you focus on them or get closer, they will become more sharp, which is one way to keep the performance and the frame rate up. Yeah. Um, I did come across a couple anomalies. I took a screenshot, and I'll probably share it on our Instagram, but um, I, I walked up to what I wasn't sure was on the ground, and here was a pen and a piece of paper that the... the um, like the image, the uh, the image file was just way too big. Like a, it was like a giant pen. Like it was oh, really, God. it was really weird. <laughs> um, but for the most part, you know, I like the way things are designed. I think Blaskowitz himself looks a little, a little goofy uh, every now and then. But the other characters were um, were pretty believable. Mm-hmm. And I really liked the um, the uh, the Jewish armor that. Uh, Oh that yeah, came in that, later that in the Carol- game. Yeah, yeah that, that that Caroline has. I think that plays a, a larger part in the sequel. Which I I gotta say, uh, Caroline's armor. Not to get like way off of it. Uh, there was the one point where you went through the tunnel chute, and there were the two uh, Nazi robots that looked like they were about and to destroy you. Ass. And then she just fucking Gray Fox 
<laughs> like the whole thing Great out of it. Fox, oh my god, that's you're the, right. That's the first thing I thought of. I'm like, oh god, where Great is Fox. this gonna have? It's like, bad. It's like, oh shit, she's the goddamn cyborg ninja. Awesome. But I I agreed. I I think the armor was just awesome. Yeah. Uh, it's we didn't see I, enough of it. I really didn't have. I didn't really have too many like hiccups when it came to grab there was like right. once or twice where i threw a knife and it it got shaky but mm-hmm. that was just wherever it landed within the graphic itself but no it's uh it was smooth the cutscenes were really good even just the regular gameplay kind of detail you know it's it still looked it looked nice i think a lot of stuff was done in uh 60 frames per second yep which really kind of helped bring the game together and you know for 2014 i mean granted three years ago you're still running off the ps4 system but that's that's still pretty damn good or at least the the way they were able to do that so i between that the action scenes uh the underwater um i i really have no complaints when it comes graphic wise i mean we could sit here and gush over all night but honestly i I, i would rather um just uh Compared to some of the other games we've been playing lately, I I think this really is a step beyond a lot of other games that it was even up against, you know, at the time. I think it it did really really well. Uh, just an aside, I the the gore I thought was like just right. It wasn't like Doom level of gore, but Where it's super over the top. Yeah, like there were there were a couple of things here or there. Like okay, I shot this guy in the leg and then in the head, and you can see that he doesn't have a head anymore, and, and there's blood on the wall, like that kind of thing. Um, there was a segment in the submarine where it just like there was just like mincemeat everywhere, and the walls were red, and I actually really. Uh, really took stop for a moment. I was like, wow, that got really gory. And yeah. I hadn't thought about the gore throughout, you know, most of the game. Uh, I think it was just the right, just the right amount. I did like uh, a few of the, the touches. Like uh, if, if Blaskowitz is pointing at something, the gun will slightly move in his hand with his, with his breath. Yeah. Um, again, that might be a little bit more gameplay, but it's part of the way. The, uh, the it's still part work. of it. Yeah. Or even uh, if you were to shoot people with the laser craft worked, mm-hmm. And yeah. it's not like they would just explode. Well, they would explode sometimes, yeah, but yeah, yeah. it would be more more burns than anything else. Like it uh, uh, on the uh, the texture map of the enemy, where you would be able to run up, and they just look singed, like crispy, rather. Yeah, than, yeah. Or if you if you do the um, use the scope and do like the full charge shot, they just like disintegrate. They just like yeah. evaporate. Yep. Um, that was always satisfying. <laughs> as sick as that sounds, it was always satisfying to do. No, it is. The gun size of the screen, the guns were huge. Yeah, it it was. I, I think they, they could have scaled that down a little bit, but you know, it's that's just kind of keeping with uh keeping with the series. Yeah. If I was playing honest. it on, on PC, I'd probably change around the settings a little bit, but playing the console version as it is, if you've got two two shotguns or two of the, the laser marksman rifles up, you know, then like you have you, like sixty five percent of your screen left. Basically. Yeah. Basically, yeah. But graphically, you know, for an early PS4 game, I I feel it's a triumph. I I, I fully I I concur wholeheartedly. Wholeheartedly. Wholehearted. Wholeheartedly. All right. Well, if you don't have anything else for graphics, no. Yeah, I I know that's a that's a short graphics segment, but I mean, there's really not much else you can really get into. I mean, it's just it's just good. They made they made sense. The weapons were were fairly realistic for the time and the setting and everything. Nothing nothing jumps out as you know crazy. No, 
other than the entire the premise things. of the game. But that's uh, yeah, other than the crazy just, things. Yeah. yeah, the crazy things are the craziness. <laughs> yeah. All right, music. Yeah, we're gonna have Steve's music minute here. Music. Steve's music minute. There's there's um I don't want to say I found the music lacking in the game. Obviously, with cutscenes, there were some. Uh, we already we already touched on the ending credits of how it really didn't fit. It it kind of did, but it was just I don't know. It wasn't led up the way it should have been for that type of tone for it. Honestly, with all the the rampaging and everything else, I I found it hard to really listen to too much. I mean, you know, there were a few songs. I honestly think this was probably one of the smallest smallest credit rolls of music that I've seen in a game in a while. Like, yeah, it, like you, it was you could like, find records, but I I didn't like listen to them or they weren't no, used. No, no, and and crazy. I didn't I didn't do that either. So just basically taking the music that was put you know just put forward in the game like the taken for face value i mean there there really wasn't too much i mean you had some i don't even know it, it german songs i i yeah don't know where that really fits in the the realm of reality if that was something that was just made up maybe that was something that was done around i remember at one point there was like a, a german rock song which just didn't stand out with anything because the nazis destroyed basically literature art uh, music other than like the, their own fanfare songs well they collected art and they they burnt books that's true um but you know it was almost like the the german beatles is what i i think i discovered the same thing yeah and, and um i don't know i i really didn't get a lot when it came to the music for this game which granted it's not like i'm gonna play wolfenstein to listen to the soundtrack oh you don't have the cd oh no can i borrow that you don't have the fun- no i don't have yeah. it can i burn it uh- <laughs> <laughs> what what that happened, was what, happened? Oh, what happened oh my god what happened can i burn it okay so cut it in let me y'all cut that in <laughs> ah frack so let me just say that I'm a little underwhelmed. I'm a little underwhelmed with, with the music. I was expecting, or I was hoping for just a little bit more. I didn't yeah. feel like there was any heavy use of theme. There was no there was no real, like, Wolfenstein theme, if that makes sense. Yeah. No, I get it. And it's set in an alternate reality. And like I said, there's like the German Beatles, like, here or there. I was like, I would have almost wanted more of that. Mm-hmm. Like, I would have expected there to still be still be music and what we would expect for the time, yeah. but it to be Nazified, if that makes sense. I get it. And then just the, the ending credits just seemed out of place. And I, I almost want to say that my favorite part of the music for the game is when you just boot it up and there's like a it's like a symbol symbol yeah. and it's like this this rock theme honestly, which doesn't make I, any sense it doesn't really fit the tone or anything. But I think that's the most music you really actually get out of the game. The menu. Yeah, the opening menu. Yep. Yeah, I mean, there's there's really not much else on, and it's it. The only other closest thing I can touch on that comes to music is just the audio itself, uh, the sound effects, and the um, background voices of when anybody was talking seemed so disproportionate, where the effects were so much louder than what people were saying this is a game that i really oh, okay. i really actually needed subtitles on so i could 
see what's being said in the background. Yeah, I, I had this up on too. Yeah, because yeah. I would try to turn up the volume to hear what's being said. And, you know, I'm playing it like two o'clock in the morning. I want to hear, you know, voices and, you know, the dialogue. But it's compared to, you know, the sound of gunfire and everything else. You know, it, it was pretty drowned out. And that was uh, that was a little disappointing. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, the um, the gun sound effects really take uh, take priority when in terms of yeah. the sound design. I mean, I get it, but at the same time, if if you're going to have you know people speaking and dialogue, well, let me actually be able to fucking hear what's being said. I played with my headphones on, so like like my my headset, and okay. I found that that it was a little bit more balanced. Oh, right. and I did play with the subs. I wanted to talk about the voices for a minute, if you're good, like the voice acting. Yeah. I really liked um, the the character that's crazy in the hideout, the one that is like talking about like predictions and and calculations and, and oh all that. yeah, uh, uh, te- what's her Tesla? Uh, uh, Tesla? It, it, it's it's like a play off of Tesla, but something it's, like that. It's yeah. not Tesla. Yeah, I think you're right. I didn't talk about her in the story segment. I liked her as a character. I liked her arc, and I liked her voice actress. And the way it was done and delivered, I, it might be agreed. completely over the top and silly to someone who I, I you know, who, who's just an American. But the other voices, like Blaskowitz, he got old fast for me. Yeah, like, he got really old. I'm just Fergus is going to be Fergus. Go Anya, you couldn't really tell. It's like she seemed to kind of like mix an accent in, not yeah. really so much mix bag. Christina, I mean, that was just straight through and through. I mean, they really did do a good job, but I would I would agree with um, with uh, Tesca where yeah. that's that was good, and especially like her speech at the end. It's like I think that was probably one of the most uh, yeah. dramatic points, at least just when it when it came to um, and some, how she's like, like a split monologue. personality, and she's got yeah. two two voices in her head, and the whole thing like yeah, yeah, like that that was some of the outstanding in terms of voice acting for the game. I think even more than Death's Head or Booby or. Frau, yeah. Although I will Blobbin say, Blobbin Blobber, whatever with, her name is, with the the cast of characters that they had and the voice actors for them, I I do I do think they did a good job with it overall. I mean, or the yeah. um the the uh, the Jewish guy who's um the, was the, it, techno, uh, the technophile was it set set that's set. it yeah uh he, he I thought his voice acting was pretty good mm-hmm. but you know Blaskowitz more Nazis more. Yeah, I mean that was that was just kind of predictable. I done this? So I, the, the rest I of them did going. They did kind of support everything. I gotta press on. More Nazi brains on my hands. This will never end. Oh my god! My dreams are filled with nightmares. This will never end. Never. I keep seeing her face. Time is a flat circle. You're you're clear. Uh uh. Oh. My name's B.J. Blaskowitz. Uh, uh, Reporting uh, for duty. Uh, Dead. Am I low on health or am I on the table? <laughs> nice. No, that 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 kind of. But yeah, for sound design, for music, all that. Um, oh, the, the laser weapons. I really love the sound of them. If I didn't already say that, I love the sound of the laser weapons. Yeah, it wasn't just your. Pew pew. Well, if that's all we have for music, we're there. I think that's Red it. Red final thoughts. The thought of final. Final thoughts. To me, Wolfenstein is Doom Light. 
I haven't played the new Doom yet, but the new Doom, the new Doom yet. Doom, 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 Doom. I feel that this game was a good foundation for this generation, a good foundation for launching a new, not a new franchise, but to reinvigorate, like a new reboot. It was enjoyable, a little bit crazy, but still fun. If you take the time to stop and look around and dig in, you'll find that there's actually a lot of story there. We didn't discuss the the hidden like newspaper clippings or different things to just yeah. read. And if you take the time to to get a little more depth out of the game, it is there. But you can play it, you know, like seven hours straight, just go from checkpoint to checkpoint if you just so desire. Yeah, we're not going to give you everything. You have to find some yourself. <laughs> God damn it! Ultimately, uh, I had a good experience with the game. I think sometimes it's a lot of fun just to play a game where you go around and shoot Nazis. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to say it's therapeutic because that's not really the right word. I think it's great that Wolfenstein was resurrected and I'm looking forward to the sequel and I, I want to play it. Everything he said. <laughs> no, but for real. Actually, this um this does make me want to get the sequel only because I want to see what the next chapter is. Cause I have some unanswered questions. I'm really glad that this was a game that was visited. I know I say this in like a, not a lot of other final thoughts, but it's only because I, these aren't the titles that I see pop up and come out and say, Oh, I, I think I'll just pick this up and, and play it. So it kind of, it's kind of nice and refreshing to know that there's a there's a series that has been so well known for so many years, especially among you know gamers of our age bracket who have grown up with it, that can still stand the test of time when backed by the right company and done the right way. Shooting Nazis will always be cool. Yeah, that's never going to go away. That's that's <laughs> pretty good. I mean, that was back in uh the 1940s and here we are 2017. Nazis all over again. But don't don't shoot the ones today. That's Shooting. that's illegal. That's that's not true. Just just keep it keep it to the virtual console, please. Um killing Nazis. It was um surprising to see the depth that could be put on a franchise like this where it's not just shooting nazis uh, there's actual like story and there's a different i don't want to say perspective on the game because again you're still just shooting nazis but there's uh there's a lot more added content than just taking down the next reich it's I really don't have the words to really sum it up. My my final thought is that uh, it's, I'm probably going to, I would say, pre-order the next one, but it's coming out today. So I'm probably just going to end Too up... Too late. I'm probably just going to end up getting the new one and playing through that, and that will make it into my rotation of games, so that way I can try to keep it fresh and maybe get all of the Enigma codes, and we'll see what goes on for the next chapter of... Platzowitz. Going to solve Enigma, the yeah. imitation game. Maybe, maybe. Edward E. Enigma. Yes. The I, Riddler. I, I thought about that when I was running down through the title. I was like, oh, the next Enigma. Edward E. Enigma. Enigma. Oh, God, the Riddler. Oh, Val Kilmer is Batman. No. No. Michael Keaton all the way. What? <laughs> all right. Those are our final thoughts. Let's get right into the score. The score.
I will begin with the score. It's going to be nice, easy, straightforward. This is going to get a very, very solid A minus. A minus, cool. Yeah, don't want to give it cool. a full A. Uh, it deserves more than a B. Uh, it meets my needs as a first person shooter, but it has that extra content that can definitely separate it from like your regular Call of Duty bullshit. Which I, <laughs> I, I which is bad because I like Call of Duty, but I, it's if they made a multiplayer of this, I'm in. Excuse me. Bless you. Okay. I was thinking 85%. I'm giving it a solid score. You know, there's no multiplayer now that I think on it. There's no. none at all. No. So I'm going to dock it 15 points for that fucking cordless drill. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> no. No. Uh, 85%. That's that's my score. Um, if, you've, if you've got Wolfenstein, play it again. If you don't have it and you see it on the bargain bin, it's probably worth downloading. Yeah, you can go get it for 20 or bucks. installing is what I Totally mean, worth the 20 bucks. Totally. My copy actually came with the Old Blood. Um, I hear the Old Blood's good as well. So if you guys see that anywhere, pick it up. Two-in-one. Support Bethesda. So they can get working and on... And Machine it. Games. And Machine Games. Because they're doing good. And get working on Elder Scrolls Six. Oh, Jesus. VR. VR. Uh, that's our episode. That's it. No Harry, no Clark. This has been Ralph and Steve. The Ralph and Steve-a-thon. Ralph and Steve-a-thon. And Wolfenstein, the new order. You only got a little bit of Rambo. Rambo. Could have been, could have been a lot more. <laughs> You're welcome, or we're sorry. But at least the fun thing that we get to announce is there is going to be a special fun episode. A surprise. Surprise. For those loyal coming. fans of ours. And the four of us will be reunited and it will feel so good. So much talking. We also have a surprise from good old Bob. He presented me a box with a game inside, and I have not opened it. We'll Ooh. be opening that the next Mubbers that we do. Wait, really? Yeah, really. I didn't even know that. No, uh, surprise. Oh, God. How the fuck? I don't know what it is. It could be anything. I don't know. It I, could be Bear Grylls Survival. I, I don't care what it is. Uh, Bob has been amazing thus far, so... It could be E.T., the extraterrestrial. For the Atari 2600. I'm just going to steal it and probably sell it. It could be Custard's Revenge for the yeah, Atari 2600. I have seen that one. <laughs> I don't know how I feel about the gameplay and story of that. But hey, you know what? If Bob wants it, Bob gets it. Well, okay. We're going to open it. We're going to see what happens. We're gonna, you're going to hear reactions. That's all we got for Wolfenstein. Thank you so much for listening. Love you guys. Love. Bye. What's love got to do with it? What the... Got to do with it. Got to do with it. Got to do with it. Auf Wiedersehen. Game over. Game over. Game over. Game over. Game over. Thanks for listening to Super Fun Game Review Podcast Go. Stay up to date on our Facebook at facebook.com slash superfunpodcast.
One, two, three. Welcome, welcome back, back to every- a- <laughs> Welcome didn't back, say- everyone. Yeah, yeah I, did, I did say, say that. Okay. I did. No, I fucked that up. All right. One, two, three. Welcome, welcome back, back, everyone, for, for another <laughs> episode of Super <laughs> Fuck. Watching me do it. We can't do it. Do, do we not look at each other? Do I, I need to know. look this way? 